0: Good morning, Monday, 12th of December, as you can't be for break here last week, before we get some R&R, we're going to have a fun, enjoyable week, as we head into the Christmas season, it's getting close, the fridges are getting full, the hams are starting to churn out of the butchers, <laughs> and everyone's getting excited to rip into a wee bit of a summer break here and. A beautiful backyard and old town, or Morning to
1: you, KB. How you doing, brother? Morning, brother. Yeah, look, uh, woke up this morning pretty early again. These the mm-hmm. old sleep gods aren't working with me at the moment. Uh, I tell you what, talking about hams, mate. I watched a nice one being cooked in a slow cooker that I might give a give a crack at. Is he? Um, okay. Yeah, I've never seen it done before, but I, I you know, had a bit of time on my hands this morning and. Ended up watching how they're cooking, cooking ham. So, <laughs> <watch> <laughs> so <your laughs> ham. I started watching ham cooking. And, you know, I'd have to try and put one what together da. at some stage. What the? <laughs> yep. And they did it in a slow cooker, mate. I was like, how the heck does that work? But, you know, you give it a little bit of a 30-minute a baste at the back end of it with a bit of honey and mustard, and mm. it actually looked like it came yeah. out all right. So, you know, when you put them in those slow cookers, eh, you get a little bit juicy, so I don't mind that. Oh, yeah. Mm.
0: Mate, just heat it I'll get um, It's all about the glaze too you got to have a good glaze on the ham And Daisy does a really good glaze Mate, send us so the recipe So good
1: Send us a recipe
0: I'll get it in a sentence here yeah, Because um, yeah, you just keep basting it Putting it over Just keep it dripping down And oh, so good And the best thing is when it's even cold Because the glaze like kind of forms mm, around the ham And yeah. oh, man, it's so good so good, I love Christmas time and I don't even can't even believe I'm talking about food because yesterday was a horrible day in the DAG household. But that's alright, that's what Sundays are for. Rest and recover after uh, a big weekend down here in Ototahi Christchurch there, Kempi. But yeah, last week, looking forward to ripping in and, and reflecting mm. as well, Kempi, because it's been a big year been a big year on the radio, and when you think about it, when you're tuning out three or four guests a day, you think back and you reflect, and you go, "Oh, wow! I can't believe yeah we spoke about that with this person. It's yeah, it's quite cool, and you know we've had a lot of our listeners new, and and day one they've been there from the start. That have that have made this year, uh, what it is, and and we really appreciate you you tuning in and and your little input too." Uh, our show, and, and just speaking of our show, Kimpy, we're going to have a, a, a nice show to kick us off today because there's plenty happening in the football world. Down to the final four teams, and yes, you heard it, it ain't coming home. It ain't coming home. <laughs> Heartbreak for England. But the story of the Football World Cup has to be Morocco. Morocco, first African team to advance to the semi-finals of a Football World Cup. That's a hell of a story. And, well, the Cristiano Ronaldo story continues. Lionel Messi will be putting the cherry on top if Argentina are able to do what they have been trying and Lionel Messi have been trying to do for a long time. But Harry Simeo. Our man All Things Football will join us after 7 o'clock to talk about the FIFA Football World Cup. So looking forward to that. Greg Holmes, Kempi, will join us at 7.40. Many out there won't know Greg, but after hearing from him, you'll be left feeling inspired about what Greg and and some of his friends will be doing today. They'll be teeing off. They've already teed off this morning. 6am, they're playing 72 holes of golf at Whitford Golf Club. And we're going to have a chat to um, Greg Holmes at 7.40. They're going to raise money for bowel cancer and uh, for cancer anyway. And he has been, um, you know, he's overcome a bit of adversity in his life. So looking forward to having a chat to Greg. And then after eight, we're going to talk some boxing. Champion boxer David Light, after he kept his boxing record intact to retain his WBO uh, International Cruiserweight title. People are starting to take notice, and he's got a big one, a big one coming up. He's 20-0 in his boxing career. Isaac Peach uh, trained, and uh, he's going to talk to us after 8 o'clock. So, nice show. And then before the end of the show, we're going to play back uh, one of our interviews during the year. So, stay tuned. Double eight, double three on the Temple Bedpost Text Machine or 0800-150-811 on the Kennards Hire phone lines. We'd love to hear if you can be I just can't see I just you're smiling, mate. Did you ever did you have a successful weekend or something, mate?
1: May was actually on all accounts it was a, a very good weekend um, leading to the weekend. You know, we gave out a multi last week, so if you uh, if you back that little multi that uh, we gave out to you last week with a couple of trotters on Friday night and anchored by old Cinerama on the Saturday, then you were laughing on Saturday afternoon about 3.40 3.38 it kicked off and 3.40 the girl the mayor, she went across the line in front in a group too. Um, yeah mate it was a really good day as he went down to Tarapa with uh, Bruce and, uh, and Gazza Milne who's uh, on the longest day this morning with our mate that we'll be talking to at the golf course so um, got to go down and watch the mayor, mate she's uh, she did a really good job. We got a little bit of rain which sort of kicked in and Feeling quite confident up up until that stage anyway. But um, yeah, no, nah, grillsy having having rid Cinerama the week before, um, two weeks before actually, with Priest DeFurb. Priest of coming out and winning a group one and the Captain Cook. Uh, yeah, it was a good day. It was a really good day. But also the other thing about the good good day, it was a good weekend because for mm. the first time in twelve years, rugby league uh called what I call the owners, which are our our provinces back into a room to ask them how rugby league should be run in this country and a unanimous Ooh. a unanimous decision on all accounts after our meeting yesterday was given that they have to restructure it and give it back to the provinces. So um, watch this space, that's really interesting. The sad thing about that is that no one was there to report it. It was kept under the radar. Um, it's probably the biggest story in rugby league in the last 12 years. I said that to Jamie. So what was that? What was it like that? Did they block the media, or the media didn't want to it? What's that yeah, on there? Yeah, we haven't. Maybe there was a there was a time when rugby league was really heavily influenced in the media. We had lots of you know, Aaron Lawton, Steve Kilgallen, um you know the likes that are were writing about community rugby league. But rugby league now is really about the. The Warriors, and you know that's our professional game in this country, but it's been just left on life support. the The game at grassroots level, but that that meeting yes uh, on Saturday, held by all of the the districts, the provinces that came and and said that this is how they want it. That was a really good day for me. For um, it sort of topped off the weekend. Cinerama winning um, the boys. You know the other thing about that is that the boys kitty for Friday. It's that was a funny yeah. conversation. Like <laughs> them going off in the kitchen. Like we're nearly at a rack and I send yeah. out I said, Boys, do we call it? And uh or do we go for it? You know, we're you know, they're just a little bit short, but do we go for it? And you know, of course Louis come back in and he's gone Hell yeah, we're going for it, and our mate, <laughs> old, sensible, logical Joseph, has said, yeah. let's, we're, we're happy right now. So, a little bit of banter <laughs> for the rest of the week, let's see how it plays out, eh? We could course end up, we could end up with a big zero, Joe. What do you reckon?
0: Of course Joe said that, he's a bit sad after um, Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. his money a bit too early, eh, Joey boy. I felt. Oh my! I, I, honestly, I honestly, it's the riffing. The, the, the riffing was terrible all oh. <laughs> all quarterfinals long. I mean, it was just appalling. Um, no, look, we're chokers. Brazil are chokers. Uh, they're probably worse than England. I feel terrible, but you know, we're gonna have a great Friday. Thanks for holding the money, Kempy. Just keep it. All right. Let's, let's let's not do anything. Anything too rash. I, I, I need a good Friday of oh. the year because I am down in the dumps, boys. Don't worry, I can't man. believe it. I couldn't believe that, what I was, you know, seeing and, and witnessing there. Brazil going down, um, you know, and then you got England. And, and I just said to you, Kempe, I said with England, I said, look, just just stay away from the penalty box. You did? Just stay away from the penalty box because it always costs them.
1: And you Harry, ca- Harry Kane. Kane kicks it in his sleep. He does. Kicks it in his sleep. Why does he try and buff it? I'm sitting there know, like I'm sitting there watching him, like, you know, nine minutes to go, finally get that penalty, go to two all and Harry Kane steps up. And then as I'm sitting there, I'm going, Why are you taking so long? Like hmm. you, you know, you're not looking and you could uh, you you could feel him talking himself out of it, you know, like hopefully I don't miss and I guess there's flashbacks of uh Southgate, Beckham, you know, oh. all of those all of those bad shots. When I go to the penalty line. And didn't you think about that though? At 2-1, when mm. Harry Kane stepped up, didn't you think that? Like you said, it stay away from the penalties, and he's gone and hit it <laughs> over the top.
0: Man, who well, would have picked it? Look, it would have been interesting, because obviously that would have been 2 or it's about 10 minutes to go, and then they got extra time. You know, probably would have gone extra time, and then gone to penalties, and then it would have probably just ended the same result. But, mate, yeah, just oh, England and penalties, just, just not ideal. Not ideal, but this this is made up. Obviously, Cristiano Ronaldo's World Cup career is over too at the hands of Morocco, the giant killers. Mm. They are just flying. But then seeing that image of Cristiano Ronaldo and the last two months have been crazy for Cristiano and his career. But uh, he's finished at the World Cup. Lionel Messi, his trophy cabinet is full. Now, if he gets this done... I want to throw this to you. If he gets this done, that old age debate of who is the goat, who is the greatest of all time, Cristiano Ronaldo, Lionel Messi, she's pretty toe and toe at the moment. Probably, who are you who are you swaying a bit more towards when you think of the Lionel Messi, the Cristiano Ronaldo debate?
1: Messi um, Miss. Oh, look, I've, I've always thought Messi was the better better footballer. Um, Ronaldo's a great footballer. I've always thought Messi was the better footballer. And I agree with you, if he gets the World Cup and there are a definite chance, Argentina. They are a dead set chance of, of picking that up. And I and and now they're my favourites, you know, going because of that Messi factor, you know, if he gets the World Cup he's basically got everything in, in his cabinet. So if he does get it he? I know where you're going with it. Yeah, he's he's the goat. <laughs> he is the absolute goat. Oh, I'm a Cristiano fan, but I'm starting to
0: yeah, starting to lean probably just just seen Messi's um you know, trophy cabinet. He's won plenty with Argentina. Um, Portugal have always fallen short, you know, the final hurdle. And this would have been one that definitely got away with them as France well. So
1: France are gonna be tough. France go back to back. Yeah, Ooh. they could they could do they they look good um mm. morocco still the giant killers there croatia you know they've they've apparently been to they haven't been around that long but they've been to more finals than england and portugal put together um so oh, mate you could have a croatia morocco final <laughs> that would yeah. be that would be a turn up for the books but oh look i, I agree with you the referee on the weekend the mate the anger in the game between Argentina and the Dutch was just out yeah. the gate. Absolutely. Carried on into the changing rooms afterwards and <laughs> on Twitter it's going nuts, you know. I just I guess you when you see how much it actually means to Messi now, um, yeah. when they got that they got that uh, that win mm-hmm. against the Dutch, it was um yeah, an interesting weekend watching football, especially, I thought the England-French game, and look, I don't know much about the refereeing, but I made a comment while I was watching it to Jay and said, man, the referee's terrible. He's not pulling yeah. up anything here. And, and then you read all the comments after the the fight. It was one of those weekends for referees because the UFC too, I don't know if you've seen that. Is he the referee yeah. and like the the umpires in and that, and Neeps watched it. Marginal. ain't hey, Neeps?
0: Yeah, real, real marginal, to be honest. In the last two fights... I had it on the scorecards that Patty the Pimlet, Patty the Batty Pimlet had clearly lost that fight. How I'd scored it. He'd, yeah, he had won on every single angle. And then you go to the main fight, Uncle Iev versus uh, Jan Blahovich. Yeah, Uncle Ive won that fight every day of the week as well. You know, he did most damage. He <laughs> he overcame every single thing that Jan threw at him. To to what you score off is damage, overcoming what you've been previously hit with and and you know, keeping distance. Uncle Iv did all of that mm. and he won the fight, but yeah, interesting result. Oh, it's crazy how politics gets involved. No way. Dana White would have wanted his boy, the baddie, Paddy the baddie to lose that fight. I've seen the stats. and Mate, everything's going towards Jake Gordon. And mm. he won that fight hands down. And now Twitter's erupting. Nate Diaz has come out and said, you lost. You <laughs> lost that fight. But there's no way when you've got... This is like the Conor McGregor... Take two, you know, situation. He's got two point eight million followers on Instagram. He's probably the most a name that everyone knows in the UFC. You know, people were in his works. There's no way if it's gonna go down to the wire and you're gonna go to the judges, it's always gonna happen. That's why I can't see a Croatia, Morocco final, Kimpy, because no way FIFA football would want that to happen. We'd love it. We love our underdog story. But yeah, I hear yeah. you. Uh, I don't know if uh, FIFA would love that, and we know how. <laughs> What goes on in the back room there know who. Plenty, plenty But anyway, we'll continue on our show And oh, it's Christmas, Kempy So it's time for this Can't, Can't wait, wait question the of the day, day. Oh. Hey, just waking up And you're just about to get into your day And you're thinking, ah Christmas is just around the corner. My wife's birthday is Wednesday. I've got an abs- I've got her absolutely nothing, so I better sort <laughs> that out. But anyway, Christmas is just around the corner, and I'm sure you've started to write up your wish list. I know my kids have; <laughs> they're a bit unachievable. Oh, they're dreaming those ones. Anyway, so I want to know: what do you want Santa to put in your Christmas sack? For Christmas. What is on your wish list? <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> double eight, double three. All right, hundred, one, five, oh, eight, eleven. It can be anything. I know Kempy's dreaming, but after the Rama, so good, eh, Tim? <laughs> so good, the Cinerama. Uh, his dreams could come true. Let us know. What do you want for Christmas? It's just around the corner. And I know you want to, dreams are free. You can dream as big as you want on this show. And you never know, it might come true. So 800 we will shoot off and we'll come back and I'll get Kempy's answer and we'll get the boys in the background because no doubt their dreams have been flying this morning. and They'll be dreaming for some big gift. Maybe Friday Kempy will make it come true anyway. You're listening to Izzy and Kempy for breakfast. Thanks to the campus warehouse. Great savings every day.